The Sport Industry Access Podcast, episode 163. How can education and leadership enhance the African sports industry? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who is a sports expert in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in sports business development. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Amy Wondai. Amy is the founder and CEO of the African Sports Network. Her vision is to strengthen and enhance the sports industry in the African market with the application of education and leadership. For that reason, it's brilliant to have Amy as a special guest on the show. And that's when today's episode, Amy will share her sports career journey and explain to you how education and leadership can enhance the sports industry in Africa. Amy, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Please could you share to listeners your sports career journey. When did it all start? Sure. Thank you so much for having me, Ed. My name is Amy Wondai. I'm the founder of the African Sports Network. I got into this actually as a high school student. When I was younger, I wanted to be an athlete and um, it wasn't taken seriously as a career path. I'm born and raised in Nairobi, Kenya, and the society in Africa is much different about the perception in sport. So I wanted to be a runner and this was not seen as a viable career path. So I overshadowed that with other things, saying I want to do other things, but deep inside I knew what I wanted to do. Later on, I moved to a leadership academy, which got me thinking about what I actually want to do with my life and what change I want to make. And it was at this academy that I realized that I want to make other people like me, other young girls, other young boys who want to go into the sports industry, I want to enable them and have them actually do what they want, what they love. So that's how I founded the African Sports Network to prove to the sports um, um, society in Kenya that sport is a viable career path and generally in the rest of Africa as I know that the case is the same. So that's where the journey started and that's, that's what got me where I am today. Just going back on that point with regards to the Leadership Academy, could you go in a little bit more depth of what you learnt and reflecting now where you are in your career, how it supported you? Definitely. So the Leadership Academy, it's called the African Leadership Academy, and it was it was all about entrepreneurship, leadership, and in that they wanted you to be the best version of yourself, but also they want to nurture the next generation of African leaders. So with that, they taught us a lot of self-awareness and just looking within yourself, you know, and questioning things. And this is where I learned to ask why behind things. And I learned a lot about myself and with that was learning my passions and what I really want to do and that's when I realized that me not going into the sports industry was not being authentic to myself so this is this is the skills I picked up there what constantly keep me going even now because I do what I do with the amount of passion authenticity because I know that that's my life's mission and that's what I'm passionate about so this is where I really just I think the lessons from there are what make me who I am today I learned I I, I always tell people if you can take self-awareness courses you know learn about yourself and that will help you be a lot more 
more driven a lot you'll be more focused to your purpose and things like that so this is this for me was a life changer it completely changed me um it was even without getting support there i still believed in myself because of the skills i learned there so this is the skills i learned there that was literally those two years at the academy i think have completely changed my life and it's still a constant process of growth. I still go to self-awareness courses. I still want to grow and learn more because, of course, I've not figured it all out. So I always tell people, you know, just never stop learning. Always be curious, want to grow because it's so beautiful what you can learn about yourself and how much more you can help others when you're sure about yourself. You've just highlighted a really good point with regards to education is like a continuous journey. A lot of people and the students out there have been in your shoes. So I can say this. People think we've got the degree, tick box, we're done. And actually, that's not how we grow. It may take a few years for the degree or the leadership academy to actually sink in of how we've applied it. Just on that note with regards to what you've learned from an educational standpoint, how did you pivot that learning into like a defining career with regards to sports development in the work you're currently doing now? So for me, education is what changed me, but the right kind of education. So going into starting my own thing, of course, I thought what has to be at the center of it is obviously education. And actually, when I looked at the problem with, you know, where I come from in the sports industry there, I found that the biggest issue, everything boils down to a lack of education. So when I started doing what I, I was doing, I thought, how can I develop a sort of curriculum that links sports, that links leadership? Because I wanted to be the one to nurture. Um, the, the perception in Africa is that, you know, you wouldn't do anything if you study sports. But I want to be the one to show that, you know, this person can be a good leader in the sports industry, transform the sports industry. And I thought this needs the right kind of education also. So I started to see how can I develop a curriculum that links sports, um, sports business with leadership and a touch of entrepreneurship just because there's skills that you can learn from that as well. So I started to do that and that's when I started teaching this to young people and seeing and they started thinking about how they could get in the sports industry from so many aspects and that's, that's where the entrepreneurship side helps because they think, well, I'm kind of passionate about marketing but also sports, let me see how to link that. I'm passionate about fashion, also sports, let me see how to link that. So that's where we started and from there it's been a growing process and it's, it's brought me to realize that there were more things that they hadn't learned even before you know teaching them how to go into entrepreneurship I realized that I mean the personal skills they, they were completely lacking that so now we're deeper working with athletes um, educating them about different parts I mean who, no one teaches them financial literacy no one teaches them how to carry themselves no one teaches them basic life skills that you would think they picked up somewhere else so everyone's developing their talents as players but no one's actually developing their mind and helping them be whole-rounded individuals so I know how much the right kind of education helped me you know not only be good in whatever else I do but also be like a good ethical individual and I'm trying to do that for other athletes and it, it will help them be less exploited it will help them carry themselves better attract more brands you know so I think I mean um at the center of sport is a player and you know even when when we're looking when we're trying to get money if this there's it's in as there's no money in the sports industry we're trying to get money in you can make everything look good but if the player doesn't look good then you know that's still an issue so for me i think i'm really focused on the players at the core of it being educated in the right way and growing and learning different skills not i'm i don't aim to just like have a school and teach you know general things but as um what i try to do is adapt and see what things that are necessary in today's world and try to equip them with those skills and that way they can develop into being the best athletes possible just looking at the sports industry as a bigger picture as you know i've interviewed quite a fair few people about the african sports industry market would you mind just sharing your perspective from a big picture perspective because in my opinion there's a lot of education on that side of things as well and um, and we're going to probably dig into a bit the culture aspect but could you just share to listeners from your perspective of 
the African um, sports industry and then people can just be a bit more aware of the situation it is at the moment. Of course, um, as I say, I mean, I love when you say that because I mean, it's barely an industry. Um, I, was, I was saying to someone a few days ago, you know, if you think about it, to be a lawyer, you have to go to law school. To be a doctor, you have to go to medical school. But the people that are managing sports have either not gone to school, specifically for Kenya, they've either not gone to school or they studied completely unrelated fields. And I know this works sometimes, but I mean, in the, in the career paths that are seen serious in Africa, to, to be able to be at a leadership position, a good position in that company, you have to have studied it. And this is not the case for us. So the industry is kind of just anyone's on the wheel it's 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 flowing it's not really seen as something serious it's it's the perception that it's a hobby is what makes it be carried in the way it is so you see issues from um poor management leads to mismanaged resources no one's being held accountable even in the way the president handles it specifically i'm, I'm talking specifically for kenya even the way pre the president handles it and handles that docket is that it's not a priority or an agenda that should be taken seriously and what messages that sent to everyone else. So that's that's pretty much the the state. I mean, we have we have incidents where, you know, I mean, if we're talking on a male and female side, sports is seen as something that the males should be doing and not the females should be doing. So I gave an example of how, you know, there was a case in Senegal where all the, the soccer fields, um, the football fields were booked out by the males teams and the women's team had to play on a sandy pitch and two players actually broke their bones. You know, such kind of neglection is just, it shouldn't be happening at all in any sports industry. So things like that, that's, that's the current state. And of course, um, yeah, the mi mismanagement of resources, you see it on a world stage. This is the most common thing that you'll hear about, about how our players went to, our players traveled abroad and they didn't have hotels because the ministers took their whole families on vacation and used those budgets and the players couldn't even travel with their coaches. So that's the current state of it. It's just not taken seriously. So for me, um, I, I have, I'm very optimistic about the change that's possible. I could talk a lot about the issues, but I always want to talk about how we can actually make change. And I'm very optimistic about, um, you know, changing this idea. As I said, I mean, with me, like thinking about nurturing leaders, it's things like this, because if the people in the leadership positions are right and they're, and they're, they're, they're ethical, then problems like this actually start to go away slowly. So that's what I believe. With regards to solutions now, with regards to today's podcast topic, how can we enhance that sports development in Africa in general from a business standpoint, athlete standpoint? Because I think this is really important because what that example you said about the pitches, it's not right in any industry, not just sports industry. It could be in business. It could be the oil. It doesn't matter what the industry is. It's There needs to be, again, that sort of inequality. And um, going back to the question now, what solutions would you like to see with regards to those changes? every single industry I do believe that education is a solution this is a standpoint that I'm going to hold and you'll get tired of hearing me say it um, I'm going to continue on the leadership one I think that if it's actually very simple because I mean if someone just does their job then ta-da you know it's, it's sorted out so that's that's what I always think I mean if someone is educated they have the right skills and also as whoever is managing them if I was managing certain federations I would con constantly invest in my workers and have them keep learning because their growth affects the the growth of, of the organization of the federation of the, the the company so for me it's just 
On a leadership standpoint, I think definitely um, we need to get people, first of all, who actually have studied generally sports. I mean, how are you the, the, secretary of, the cabinet secretary of sports and you, you've never studied sports management in your life? So it's, you're just freestyling, you know? So I mean, for me first, let's, let's, there's Kenyans now, there's a lot of Kenyans and I'm sure other Africans that are studying sports management courses. Let's get those people in these positions, people who understand the industry. That's a starting point. From there, let's nurture these skills. Um, empower other people in those organizations and also for me um, a big thing with education is um, the power of young people I think the the largest amount of um, people on the African continent are youth below 35 years old so why not these are people who are young have energy and they have the potential to make change they have the potential to make economic change not just social change so I think um, investing into them I I want to empower always the young people to make make the difference because they they definitely hold the solution so by educating young people they can take up leadership positions they can get into sports enterprise which which um, contributes economically and many other things you know so that's definitely for me the, the the biggest way to development is actually like paying attention to educating people in different sectors educating athletes because once the athletes are educated they can't be exploited exploited by their managers they actually are aware of the industry they're aware how to market themselves better they get better opportunities so I think in every single aspect in sports in Africa it boils down to education and the right people educated in, in management positions and there we'll start to see small change in progress you could just see me smiling all the time with regards to the educational aspect which inspired me to set up education to sport i'm a big believer of education you know that but i think there's sometimes that missing ingredient of application would you mind sharing from your career path of how you've applied that education with regards to the work you're currently doing now so this is more for a graduate who's could be a bit confused has that education behind them what career guidance tips would you give them to make that first step with confidence so the only way education is applied is through practice this is my big biggest thing when when i started my enterprise i i was consuming a lot of education but if i didn't start i wouldn't have learned all the lessons that i've learned today and for me mostly when i say education it's not just it's not literally just through learning in the classroom it's through being at a conference like this i'm here i'm learning so for me it's about application it's about practice i'm a very practical learner so running my company was a starting point i took and that's what kept me constantly learning so as a graduate you need to think about the skills you've picked up get into a job that's practice you know start something small that's practice there's very many different pathways that you can take it's not just about okay I've consumed all that now what am I going to do but you can take action you can start the smallest thing you can talk to the smallest person and education happens in so many different ways this conversation between me and you is the way that I learn the constant conversations I have with people daily you know have a mentor who you constantly talk to that's education so I mean not just that that's the first step you know and embracing the different types of education, the different ways to learn, not limiting it to the classroom, of course. But from then, it's about how you can now start to practice that. So if it's, it's education you've learned in the classroom, if it's skills about yourself, take time to reflect, you know, to, to constantly be aware of what you're doing and think about how to internalize that. And if it's different things, skills that you've been picking up, if you've spent, I mean, three years in a university learning about a business course, you know, Move forward and start the smallest business. Start to practice it because that's how your skills grow. So it's one thing to have everything theoretically, but make it practical. Take that step. But no one is going to push you in the real world. This is not high school. This is not any bit of micromanagement you have in university. The real world is about you and your willpower. You standing up and deciding, you know what, I have all this. I'm going to do it. And that's how change happens. Another point is is taking action and make mistakes. I've learned more. I've probably done more mistakes 
than successes, but that's how we grow. And going back to your vision now with the African Sports Network, could you just explain to listeners your vision? I'm going to put you on the test a little bit. What's your five-year plan, if that's cool with you? Okay. No, of course. Um, I'll definitely... So the African Sports Network is made for young people it's about empowering young people to believe in the power of sport and the two main ways the two main things we're trying to do is increase engagement in sports so more athletes to get involved and also um awareness in the sports industry so that sports business and other career paths um, going forward. What we're doing for now is hosting um, workshops and basically just forums for people to come together and talk about sports. That's the first step of a difference. Maybe it, may, it might sound very obvious in a more developed place, but in, in a place like Kenya, being in a room full of other people who are passionate about sport is, is a development and the, the connections you make there, how you can actually meet the people who you need to advance the industry going forward. So for us, it's not it's one, educating people and two, connecting people because I I mean, in that room, a player can come and an agent will be there and that's the start of a career. So that's what we believe in because everyone is kind of like, okay, I want to do this. You know, I, I kind of have this idea. I feel like sports, sports, sports. Yes, we're talking about it, but then they have so many how and why questions. So we put together these forums where we tell them how and who you need and basically how to move forward. So that's what we try to be. We try to be that platform that brings everyone together, answers the question and also a support system. This is the main thing. When, when they leave our events, it's not just, okay, you came here, you learned and you left. No, it's about going forward. You're going to have an agent that approaches you. You have questions. You're not educated enough. How can we assist you? Ask us, you know, bring us a contract. Let's review it for you. I'm not a lawyer, but I have sports law friends. I can pass it over to them and ask them to review it for you. Just simple things like that. But the thing about um, the sports industry in Kenya is it's very divided. It's very, everyone is just doing their own thing. And I'm like, let's come together because all the things we're doing, if we come together, it will make a huge impact. So that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to, this is Kenya and hopefully growing beyond Kenya to the whole of Africa as well. But I'm trying to be a network that connects people, that helps people understand how to move forward in their career paths and create a revolution in the sports industry. Now, going forward, I do want to to build this to a pan-African level, the small workshops have happening in different um, places, but I am trying to get into um, online education because I feel like I would impact more people more. So put up courses which Africans can relate to, have them log on, take a short course if they can't attend a physical event and have access to education like that. In the long, long term, what I'm trying to do is actually build a pan-African um, um, Pan-African Sports Academy but a real academy not an academy that's an after-school program because the academies that currently run in Africa are things that you go to on a Saturday or Sunday but I'm trying to build something where I mean this could be something where you sleep and live but you you wake up you play football you go to class but something that embraces the actual learning I want the curriculum to be strong and strong in terms of skills such as entrepreneurship about leadership so we can nurture athletes but after these people are athletes they're going to come back and work in the sports industry or even while they're athletes they're going to be running successful sports enterprises that's my overall dream and that's my lifetime's mission man amy i think we've got a lot in common with regards to the educational side and it's honestly it's like music to my ears just going back to you now and with regards to your career development what have you enjoyed the most from your career journey looking back right now failing actually um and starting young so i think i think why i love empowering young people to do what they're doing now i mean even when you're in university you mean you're 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 probably maybe living in your parents house they're giving you an allowance you literally have nothing to lose so for me the actually the most enjoyable thing has actually been starting young 
where the opportunity cost is so low. You're not supposed to, you're not really supposed to be doing what you're doing at that time. So you really have nothing to lose. If the company doesn't make money that month, it's not like you're going to not have somewhere to sleep. So, I mean, just taking advantage of the things I have around me and starting at a young age and like breaking boundaries that I didn't think I could break has been the most enjoyable thing. And empowering other young people, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, meeting people, meeting people who have the same it's it's so often how how many how much i talk to people and it's, it's the same thing and i don't know what it is that told me to just go but now i'm like now that something told me to go i've got to tell all these other people to go as well but definitely um failure has been a huge part of the process but it's been enjoyable because i started young so i mean now i'm like thank god i failed now i'm not going to fail when i'm you know <laughs> at that age it's always it's always a huge of course it's disappointing but i always have that at the back of my mind like thank god this happened to me now because now that i've learned that the lesson after the failure is always so beautiful so i'm like now that i've learned that that's not going to happen to me way later in business when there's actually huge stakes um at, at, at risk so that's that's what it is for me that is absolutely fantastic. And as always, I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. Now, we've spoken about a lot on the educational side, but from a career guidance perspective, so like the networking, the communications, what three tips would you give to university students or graduates who really want to pursue a career in the sports industry? Top one, always um, believe in yourself, believe in the power of who you are and what you do. You'd be shocked when I started, I didn't have many people who believed in me, but me staying true to who I am and what I do is what got me where I am today. Um, having confidence in myself and confidence, I mean, obviously with practical wisdom, you have to do that. You have to seek feedback, have some mentors, but still believing in your dream and no matter how many people say no, going forward and doing it anyway. The second thing is just opportunities won't come to you if you just sit back. You have to be outgoing, you have to you have to, it's not, the world is not an easy world. It's not, if you sit back, there's many people in this world who are working 10 times harder than you. You constantly have to remember that. It's not about sitting back and waiting for life to happen, but going out and making life happen. I see a lot of people who just sit and want things to flow and people who ask me, oh, how did this happen? How did this happen? I'm like, it's months of hard work, you know, hard work and a lot of failure. But the, the reason why I've gotten to where I am today is because of how much work I put in behind the scenes when no one's watching and no one's clapping. So you have to have that discipline to keep working and not just sit back and wait for opportunities to find you and the last the last one I'm going to say is um, the way you carry yourself I think a lot of young people don't pay attention to I mean even in this digital day and age all your social media platforms the things that you know if someone googles your name what are they gonna see these things are so massively important this has been the difference bet for me between an opportunity and losing an opportunity so I think paying attention to the way you carry yourself the way you put things forward the way you interact with people the way you network this is you leave an impression on people and these things actually matter so for me that's 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 been um, something that's been a bit behind the scenes but that's something that has propelled me because people remember the impression I left on them and want to work with me want to move forward with me and it's it's literally it's such a huge thing that a lot of young people don't realize if you're going to start young carry yourself in a professional way and basically just that's how you'll break boundaries um, that you never knew you could break that is absolutely fantastic just on that note it all relates to your personal brand just to categorize it for people with your social media and how you put yourself out there to the world because that is your first impression out of interest Amy how can people interact with you on social media I'm available on all social media platforms. You can always message me if, if you feel like our stories relate. You can always message me on any platform just at 
I think you'll share, you can share um, my name. It's literally how my name is spelled. That's a tip on personal branding. Make sure you're easily accessible um, to people. So if you search my name on all platforms, you'll be able to find me. Send me a message. I always like to um, interact with people and, of course, help anyone with their journey because I'm still on my journey and I'm still learning and growing. And by interacting with other people, I also constantly learn. That is great to all the listeners listening in. All those social media links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Amy, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. It was lovely. Wow. What an unbelievable podcast chat with Amy. And honestly, this is exactly why I started this podcast show. It's podcast episodes like this is the reason why I started this three years ago, to really have the chance to interview people like Amy, because we have very similar values, very similar interests with regards to how we want to enhance the sports industry through the application of education. And I hope you felt that during the podcast chat we had. But with regards to her story, I found it fascinating with regards to how that Leadership Academy was the benchmark with regards to what really enhanced herself from a professional standpoint, a personal standpoint, with regards to the work she's doing now. So without a doubt, with regards to today's podcast topic, yes, education and leadership are two great methods to really enhance the sports industry in general, but also in the African market. But for the next generation, which is you, if you're listening to this, you can have a real input by adding value to the sports industry going forward. But it all comes down to putting that theory knowledge, putting your education into practice by adding value to the industry going forward. That is the key. That's something I've learned over the three years doing this podcast show. And hopefully, Amy, will agree, it's exactly the same with regards to her career journey. She's always figuring out how to make this industry better. So look, there was bags of information from a sports career guidance perspective where Amy was sharing with you methods and how you can put yourself in the sports industry by really identifying who you are, putting yourself out there and actually pursuing a career you want to do in the sports industry and the resources she's providing as well you should check them out because if you're missing that ingredient that's stopping you going forward with regards to your sports career journey, I recommend you checking out the work she's been doing because honestly, in my eyes, she's a leader in the sports industry and she's just going to grow. So look, on that note, I really do hope you apply Amy's philosophy and apply it to your sports career journey today and make it happen. Now, as always, at the end of each podcast episode, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Amy said, believe in yourself in who you are and what you want to do. Build that self-confidence by putting yourself out there, by creating a professional first impression. When you start networking in an effective way and meeting people with reason, that is how you create your own opportunities in the sports industry.